I feel guilty because I haven't seized opportunities that we talked about right at the very beginning. And so I just hate the thought that anybody else would be in that position and not hear the words that Jenna is talking about this morning. Not hear that, that, that voice of the Lord saying he's, he's, no matter what, he's, he's, he wants you to be with him. He wants you to stay where you are. And he's going to keep, he's going to keep filling your cup. He's not going to cast you away. He's not going to send you outside. He's not going to remove you from the table until you have it all worked out. And so for me, that is, I've just been clinging to some of that for the last wee while. And so what do we want to do over, what we want to do over the next few weeks is to turn our attention to Matthew chapter 5. And I think you'll be familiar with it. I think you'll be familiar with uh, the Sermon on the Mount. Be familiar with the Beatitudes, the nine Beatitudes in uh, the first part of Matthew chapter 5. Over the last number of weeks, again, just personal self-reflection, just getting this all out. Um, the Verses 13 and 14 remind us, and we've talked about it many times, uh, I think here, uh, Matthew 5, 13, you're the salt of the earth and you're the light of the world. I find myself asking that question, God, how can I be made salty again? As we think about get, coming back together in the building, as we, as we think about, continue to think, what is it going to look like to love God, to love the, our neighbor, and to love ourself? That, like, that's as simple. Jesus simplified it for us as much as possible. And that's the place we, w- we want to keep returning to. We want to keep coming back to that place where we're asking that question, how can I love God? How can I love neighbor? And how can I love self? That's, what, that's the golden rule that Jesus left for us. And so I found myself asking that question. And the salt of the earth, God, as, we, as, I, as I just reflect, as I self-reflect, I said to Neville this morning, Jeremiah chapter 2, um, says that you, you, you know, like you, you know, we know that the fountains of living water are found in Jesus. Is you know that the fountains of living water are found here, but you've went somehow you've went and tried to dig your own cisterns. You've tried to you've tried to find self fulfillment somewhere else. You've dug up your own cisterns and they've they've been broken. Eugene Peterson says that it's like a sieve, like the, the, they're broken. There's holes in the the wells and the cisterns that we dig for ourselves when you know. And so I find myself coming back to that place, and even as we've worshipped together, I, I've loved being able to worship with these guys in, in, the, in the house. Like, who's going to be honest today and say this is the first time in five months that you haven't been in church in your jammies? Not wearing your jammies. But I, as I just found something of faith being rising within me in a way that probably wasn't happening, lying in my, in my living room sofa. As I hear the, the, the guys lead us, as I hear voices coming from behind me, it's something stirs faith in me and continues to, to, to cause me to ask this question, how, if, how can we be made salty again? How can we turn the light back up again? And so they, 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 this, is, this comes after the Sermon on the Mount. This comes after the Nine Beatitudes. And that's what I, that's what I want to read. I want to read and finish there. But that's what we're going to be asking. We're going to be, because today, like if, you, if you're aware of what's going on in our world, like the stuff that's going on in our world, we're being, we're being put, dragged in different directions. We have to have an opinion on something. 
whether it's politically, you're being forced to either go right or left, whether it's in the wearing of masks, you're forced to make one, you're forced to side with one or the other, whether it's what you think of all that's going on at the minute, you're forced into one side or the other, even in our denominations, even within our churches, we're forced to pick a side, forced to go this way or that, we're forced to go to the left or the right, and I just think that there's this center, center ground that Jesus asks us to take, there's this path that Jesus invites us on, and I think it is here in the Sermon on the Mount. It's these nine Beatitudes. And that is the path that I'd love us to go on together. As we are being forced, it feels to me more than ever before, politically, doctrinally, whatever, psych, whatever, whatever thing you can imagine, we're being forced one way or the other. And I think there's a center path that I would love us to take. And as we go that center path, he's going to keep pouring a cup for us. He wants to be with us. He wants us to wrestle through this together. And here it is. And what I love, verse 1, it says that when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and he sat down. He was ready to keep pouring the cup. He was ready to pull the disciples in and sit down with them and say, here's the path that I'm, gonna, that I'm inviting you on. Here's the path that I'm wanting you to follow. Here's the path that you're going to find, the, the, the fountain of living water rather than the old cisterns that we keep trying to dig for ourselves. And so when they had sat down, when he had sat down, the disciples came to him and he began to teach them. And so this is the path that I'd love us to go on over the next number of weeks. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You're the salt of the earth. You're the light of the world. And so, um, and so that's the path. That's that middle line, the middle path that we're going to look at over the next number of weeks. Um, and done. And uh, I love now just a roar of prayer from the back. Uh, and and then we're going to, if you want, feel free to make your way out here in some respectable fashion. Um, and uh, if you want to engage with each other, why don't we do it out in the car park? It's great that it's not raining. Um, so maintaining your distance uh, beneath the beautiful blue sky, hopefully. Um, I know things are different for everybody, but we've left uh, we've left a box at the ta- at the back there. If you're able to give, um, we still want to be able to meet here, and so if you're able to give, and we, we still our heart is that we'll be able to be in a position to bless this community over the next number of weeks and months. However, life is going to be impacted for the people that are in this uh, village, and uh, and if so, if you're able to to continue. To, to give to the church so that we can be a blessing to those around us, then we would so appreciate that. Um, so wonderful to be with you all. Thank you for being here.
Um, as I've said in the video, and we keep saying it, like we are working this all out together. And so, um, so help us out. Notice some things we could do better. We'll make this place more enjoyable, more safe. Please let us know. Um, but we're really in this together, and I hope that uh, you feel that and sense that.